0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Lori Marbus podcast. And as many of my listeners have uh, known from the last podcast, that I have changed the name from the How to Health podcast back to Dr. Lori Marbus podcast. I promise I won't be changing the name again. But I wanted to say thank you again for listening. And along with the name change comes a little bit of switch of the format. I've been asked by several people to do... An introductory monologue. And, you know, I love to listen to some of my heroes in the podcast world, Oprah Winfrey, Rich Roll, and just some amazing talents and how they interview people. And many of them begin their podcasts with this uh, introductory period. So I'll get right to it. Welcome to Eric Adams. Eric Adams is the Brooklyn Borough President. He is more than just a politician and a leader. he actually served his community that he was born in. He was born in Brooklyn and he was served as a New York police officer. Um, he was at the top of his class. he served for them for more than twenty years and he was a state senator and just a you know what would I describe as a coalition builder and then back in November two thousand and thirteen, he was elected to represent all of Brooklyn as the borough president and What's incredible about his story is just not someone willing to selflessly serve, but to really build bridges. And you will see that he has brought initiatives from technology and health and a variety of different places, too many to recount here. But I'd encourage you to dig, it, dig into the person of Eric Adams. This was a very brief conversation. We had a few technical glitches in the beginning, which cut into our time of a very busy man. And I'm actually very thankful that he was willing to spend some time and share with his story of how his diabetes reversed with what he ate. So I like to remind people, type 2 diabetes, that is, is a foodborne illness uh, for the majority. And... If you can eat your way into disease, you can eat your way out. And I'd like to uh, go ahead and present and welcome you to listen to my conversation with Eric Adams. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I hope you enjoy it. Please don't forget to rate the podcast and share with anyone you feel that might be inspired. Welcome to the Dr. Lori Marbus podcast. Today, I am so honored to have Eric Adams. How are you today, sir?
1: Quite well. And um, hello to you and your audience.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much. So those of you who don't know Mr. Adams, he's the borough president of Brooklyn, and there's a long history of many things that you've done, and I know you're short on time today, but we really wanted to get down to the nitty-gritty of your story and what you're doing in New York to actually really push the health uh, boundaries of the Americans, you know, the New York citizens. So could you tell us a little bit about what you're doing and your story?
1: Well, I think uh, first um, a little bit about uh, Brooklyn, you know, um, the borough president is probably equivalent in some um, areas of the country as the county executive. And um, New York City is made up of five boroughs and uh, counties. Uh, Brooklyn is the largest with uh, 2.6 million people. And it's extremely diverse. Uh, 47% of the borough speaks a language other than English at home. We have a large population of Asian, Caribbean, uh, of Russian-speaking, of East Indians, Muslims, Christians. We have the largest Jewish population outside of Tel Aviv and one of the largest Chinese populations outside of Asia. So uh, with that comes all the health problems of those who embrace an American lifestyle. And so, you know, with the diversity, we also have the diversity in chronic illnesses. And that is the, I just want people to understand, when they think of Brooklyn, it's more than the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, it is a diverse place with a lot of things happening.
0: It's almost like a miniature world that you have there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so cute. It's a microcosm of, uh, <laughs> of the entire globe. With we, we are the United Nations um, of America. <laughs>
0: Literally living there. So you have yeah. a lot to contend with, not only cultural diversity, dietary preferences, but tell us how did you come to the whole food plant based diet? You have a really um, intriguing and inspiring story yourself.
1: Uh, well, I was uh, in uh, about a year and a half ago, if not two years, uh, I was away out of the country in um, uh, another part of the country, when, another uh, across the globe, actually, um, when uh, I was receiving pain in my stomach. I thought it was colon cancer. I just mm-hmm. lost a good friend to colon cancer. And it had the same symptoms. It didn't go away. It wasn't gas. I was moving around. It was stationary. And so when I flew back uh, to America, I went to see the doctor. Uh, the doctor told me to um, do a colonoscopy and an endoscopy. And um, after that, I came under, from under sedation. And he stated that, you know, Eric, your, your colon is fine. Um, you have a small ulcer, uh, but your real problem is your diabetes. Your diabetes is at a dangerous level. Uh, your A1C is in the high teens. And uh, he really said, I'd never seen that before. And uh, he wanted me to immediately go on insulin. Now during that period of time, as men always are, you know, you have to roll us into the hospital. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was going through other symptoms. Uh, I was receiving numbness in my hands and feet tingling, Mm -hmm. in my hands and feet and my right thigh. Um, I was receiving some numbness as well. And at that same time, I, I began we started the process of substantially losing a sight in my left eye and I was starting to also lose sight in my right eye and um when he looked at my blood right up uh it was clear that my body was in some serious uh trouble uh my cholesterol was in the high in, uh, in the mid 200s about 213 214 uh, my um um Blood, blood sugar—I stated was high. My, um, you know, my my blood pressure was extremely high uh, as well. And so I looked fine, as many Americans do um, from time to time. But you know, I needed to take an internal selfie because my body was breaking down. And I was fortunate uh, to have the discomfort from the ulcer, because that compelled me to go to the doctor. And out of that, I discovered that you know I, I was in some serious health trouble.
0: So how did you come across? So here you are, literally, life-threatening diagnoses, multiple ones. You're lucky to be alive. I mean, the heart attack risk factor, their profile is, is tremendous in someone like that. So how did you find the plant-based diet? Like, what did you, did you Google? What did you come across, a physician that helped you?
1: Yes. Um, so when a doctor told me I was going to be on medicine the rest of my life, he was very clear. He said, Eric, you, you're going to be on medicine the rest of your life. You know, your mother's on medicine. She's been on for 57 years. Uh, your family's on medicine from diabetes, heart disease. My sister just lost her kidney. She had to get a new kidney. Uh, so he stated, hey, you going to be on, on medicine the rest of your life. Uh, and I, I need to put you on insulin right away. And I need to give you metformin. And it was one more medicine. I don't recall what the name of the medicine is. But he wanted to give me three medicines before leaving his office. And uh, I, you know, I, I, I took the, um, I told him to hold up on the insulin give me the metformin and the other medicine because they were oral. Mm -hmm. And I just didn't want to cross that line of taking insulin until I was sure I had to. And so once I got home, I did something extremely scientific. I went to the computer and Googled (laughs) um, reversing diabetes. And I was blown away at the information that came up. And, you know, as anything on the internet, I had to weed through the ones that said, you know, we discovered a Martian on the moon, and you know, get down to the substance. And I just started um, uh, cross-referencing uh, some of the material uh, that was coming from reputable sources. And mm-hmm. and I just started reading. You know, I'm a, I am a retired cop, mm-hmm. and so I I may not uh, know I'm not a doctor, but I do know how to read and I know how to do investigations and mm-hmm. I know how to look at material and and I started to see uh, information from prestigious journals and other doctors and I came up across Dr. Uh, Esselstyn Mm -hmm. and um, when I uh, called him he told me to come down and see him and when I got to the airport there was a book by another person who I saw in my research, Dr. Gregor and um, How Not to Die. (laughs) <laughs> and once I got on the plane and by the time I reached Ohio that morning, after re- re- reading Dr. Greger's book, I was just blown away. I said, this, this is unbelievable what I'm reading. This can't be true right. um, about the process of healing oneself through food. Mm-hmm. And so after um, since seeing the doctor, Dr. Esselton, um, he shared with me what I needed to do. He said, hey, listen, you need to um, go to a plant-based lifestyle and you can reverse your condition. And when I returned to New York, I cleaned out my cupboards and just started the process of moving towards healing.
0: Wonderful. How quickly did it take you to completely reverse your diabetes?
1: Uh, it, was, it was really remarkable um, that in three weeks, my eyesight cleared up. I went back to the, my ophthalmologist and she was blown away. She says, I don't know exactly what happened here, uh, <laughs> but you know, there's, there's a change in, in your eyes. Um, My eyesight cleared up, you know, and I I used the money to get prescription glasses and I no longer needed them. So, you know, it was a waste of of money, but it was good news. And so uh, then in three months after when I went back for my blood write up, uh, the uh, my A1C, um, the indicator for, you know, sugar in your blood um, dropped from the high teens down to a 5.7, a pre-diabetic level. My uh, cholesterol went to a 57. My blood pressure normalized um, um, in six months. The ulcer was gone. The cool. numbness in my uh, my thigh was gone. The tingling in my hands and feet—that is all uh, indicators of serious diabetes—was gone as well. And so it was just a remarkable turnaround. At most, uh, in six months, I was just, you know, just a new person.
0: Absolutely incredible. I've had patients come off insulin in three days. And just, I mean, for me, that's staggering and amazing and just wonderful and embrace it as a physician. What did your physician say to you when he saw all these amazing changes?
1: Well, when I went back to the, the first doctor, uh, he was really, you know, he says, oh, I guess the, you know, I'm happy to see that the medicine was successful. And I put the full bottle on his desk and I said, I never took the medicine. Uh, you know, I said... <laughs> And um, then I was able to connect with an amazing doctor, Dr. Dunaev here in Brooklyn, um, who was able to assist me to go even further um, in my health and really having a good, firm understanding uh, about, you know, nutrition and food. Because, you know, as he states, which I think is so important, he says, nobody is the same. And that's true. Um, Everybody is different and we need to treat it differently. What will cause serious negative reactions to you may not cause it to me, but one thing for sure, we all benefit from a plant-based lifestyle. There's no way of getting around that. Um, how do we benefit? Someone can be allergic to something um, in, in the plant universe, which is you know, a rarity, but it doesn't exist. Um, but um, you're going to have an overwhelmed benefit by having a plant-based lifestyle. There's no getting around that.
0: I mean, that just reminds me, you have such a prominent position and such amazing opportunities to share this message. What are you doing to help, you know, improve the health of fellow Brooklynites? I guess that's what you call you guys.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Well, charity begins at home. Right. And my first goal was to go to the person that I love, and that was my mother. And, you know, have a conversation with her, and she saw the transformation. I, I lost 35 pounds. Wow. Uh, she saw the transformation, and we had a conversation. And I said, you know, Mom, I would really like for you uh, to embrace this, but, it's, it's you know, you can't just put your toe in the water and expect to learn how to swim. You know, mm-hmm. you, got, you have to immerse yourself. You have to be real about it. And she did. And um, after, after 15 years of being diabetic, seven years of taking insulin, um, after four months of being on the program, within two months, the doctor told her she no longer needs insulin. And wow. so it was. she's 80 years old. It was really a mind opener for her because she realized that she no longer had to inject herself and put herself into, you know, the state of pain. Mm. And so now my entire family, my brothers and sisters, we're sitting down and we're having a real conversation about health and the connection between health and food and so we are now taking that also to the entire uh brooklyn family um, our citizens and residents and we're doing some real innovative things uh, such as meatless mondays in our schools introducing uh, uh, uh referendums that is calling for the replacement of processed meat in our school and ensuring that our young people could have a healthy start in life Uh, We're partnering with hospitals to give people an alternative between uh, going the traditional prescription method to dealing with things like diabetes and showing them they could have a plant-based. One of our largest hospitals in the city is now starting a pilot project for that. We're we're putting it together now, but it's exciting news. It's something that has never been done in the city of New York before by the the government actually sponsoring uh, this And then we're looking looking at those with mental health and seeing how we can feed those with mental health a plant-based lifestyle. We have partnered with uh, one of our institutions uh, that feed their patients breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we are partnering with them to see about um, giving them uh, a plant-based meal to deal with some of their, not only their mental health behavior issues, but their health issues as well.
0: Right, absolutely. That's really incredible. I had a patient who had been on uh, Prozac for 15 years, and it was interesting. When she started feeling better, we actually weaned her down off the medication. She goes, you know, I thought I wasn't depressed, but I didn't realize I wasn't experiencing joy. And mm-hmm. so the medicine had numbed her to that point. So it was really nice to see the evolution of feeling normal again and joy and sadness and all that.
1: Um, and one, I, one, thing, one thing that uh, uh, was really amazing to me, uh, to discover is the impact of food and how it impacts our brain. Because this has opened an avenue of really, for the first time, understanding my, you know, this, this body that I have been a part of for so <laughs> many years and really not knowing what it is. I allowed others to tell me and describe um, what this temple that we have is. Mm-hmm. And it, it allowed me to go and explore and understand what it is. And one of the things that came out of that was knowing the impact of food um, on our brain and how the addict, a, a addictive behavior of food mm. and what it does. And, you know, as I told my mom that, you know, the feeling of um, being high for eating sugar, oil and salt and meat is no different and addictive as, you know, being addicted to heroin or some other type mm. of drug. We are Americans and we are addicted. The real drug dealer is not the guy that's standing on the corner selling crack or heroin illegally. It's the pharmaceutical industry that have our parents, our mothers, our fathers, our uncles addicted to pills and prescriptions and injections knowing that they will never be healed and they'll never wean off them. That is a horrific state for this country to be in that our parents are being treated as everyday drug addicts.
0: Right. You know, that's the, the most difficult thing As I'm a family practice physician is I'm seeing even over the evolution of 20 years of practice, seeing how complicated the patients are just because of the amount of drugs that they're taking, the polypharmacy and that type of thing. So what about, um, have you found that's been resistant? So, I mean, this is a government initiative. Has there been resistance with corporations or local, you know, companies?
1: Which is really interesting, and, uh, and just to go back to what you stated about, uh, you know, what you see um, in your practice, I think the greatest betrayal um, is to our physicians. Uh, many physicians, when they were kids, um, they, you know, played doctor with their little sister or their little pet or their little animal in hopes of one day to, to save lives. Just to go into an institution uh, that did not train them on reversing disease, but create a culture. Of treating illnesses and sustaining diseases, and sometimes the cross um, poisoning of all the medicines that they are prescribing, uh, I think that's the greatest betrayal. Because medicine and practicing medicine is a calling, and you know the number of years in school, the number of, of, of you know learning that you have to do, really is something uh, that physicians do because of their heart, and you know to learn. Uh, that, you know, the reversal of disease is not tied to your DNA, uh, but it's tied to your dinner. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something that needs to be taught, and we don't do that. And so they, they, there was a lot of resistance here, uh, and many uh, people felt as though uh, we were trying to move away from, you know, the, the practice of medicine, and we mm-hmm. would, you know, we were, they took it personal. Because mm-hmm. it's hard when you have a foundation that's built on something and then someone comes to tell you that foundation that you were that you built your practice on or your thought on has been a lie. Uh, that is frightening for a lot of people. It takes a lot to say, I'm going to seek truth no matter where it is. But we have been consistent mm-hmm. and the result speaks for itself. You know, there's a commercial here in America, in New York. I don't know if it's in America, it's the Hair Club for Men commercial, and the guys say I'm not only a owner i'm a client i am not only a person that talks about eating healthy i'm a client i can see because I my diet.
0: absolutely and you're exactly right it is a calling and it was actually six years ago i went to the plant-based diet and, and it was a patient who mm. expressed that and my daughter's in medical school and um i understand that it's a it's a it's disheartening to see um but it's nothing more amazing than actually being a part of someone's true healing the thriving mm, But uh, I know we're short on time, and I I said 20 minutes, and you're at that 20-minute mark. But I do want to thank you so much. And if there's anything else we can do to help you with your endeavors, please let us know. I so appreciate your time.
1: Thank you, and I thank you for what you're doing. And and, uh, let's continue to allow America to uh, to, to heal. Uh, We are excited about what we are going to do. We're nowhere near where we're supposed to be, but we are on the road. We're taking that first step.
0: you're absolutely right sir so thank you again so much for your time i appreciate you thank you bye